to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We're streaming all social media platforms. So follow, like, subscribe, or share, or comment at Keys to the City. Or you can check out clovercrestmedia.com as well for other podcasts. Murder Mysteries, Boxing, UFC, included, and many more sports podcasts. Oh, Ted, are you getting jumpy over there with the hoopla? Look at you, peanut gallery. Ted's taking control. No, I'm just kidding around. But what a day. We are back. And Ted, you know, we usually like to do shows. See, we're learning from our history in the sense of we usually talk about shows. When we do our shows, we do we usually do a midday. Well, today would have mattered. It would have made no difference because of a historical standpoint of what happened in the NFL. And this is the past two days. If there's anything I could say about the NFL, it's what makes people love the NFL and it makes people get away from the NFL. But also you got to feel unfortunate of the situation for Calvin Ridley. We'll talk about that. Was that punishment too severe from the NFL? We'll talk all about that. But today, Ted, I know you like your desserts, so we're going to talk about the historical standpoint for what this day meant for the NFL. Our first $50 million quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, four years, $200 million, re-signing, maybe shocking some people around the NFL world of going back to the Arizona, of going back to the Green Bay Packers, I should say, a team that we thought maybe we're looking to rebuild, Jordan Love. What does it mean for him? And then one hour later, Aaron Rodgers wanted to – I felt like Aaron Rodgers, it's amazing. Aaron Rodgers thinking like, oh, I'm going to get all the attention today. I'm going to make the historical decision to go back, get the $50 million, which he said he didn't really want. We knew that was a lie, I guess. And then Russell Wilson says, oh, Aaron, you are a funny, funny guy. So one hour later, we decide to make the huge news of the Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks finally cutting ties with Russell Wilson, the AFC, the AFC West, and the NFC will be impacted by this move for years to come, especially in that AFC West. Boy, oh boy, talk about great quarterbacks. Russell Wilson included in a 10-player slash draft pick deal today. Historical, maybe as Colin Coward said, the biggest trade in NFL history. Three players from the Denver Broncos, first-round picks, multiple first-round picks, multiple second-round picks, and a fifth-round pick included going to Seattle. Seattle is trading Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick, too. So to just think about this, guys, and what we've seen in the past two years and how the NFL we, – we talked about baseball last week of how they don't want to – it feels like they want to be stubborn to make changes in the game and why people have, have faltered from enjoying the game of baseball because of all these changes that they don't want to make. They feel that doesn't want to make the game better for, for baseball. But then you look at the NFL. The past couple of years, we have seen the all-in approach become a hit, become a success, and it's becoming, as we always like to say, a copycat league. Well, what is the history showed for us? The past two champions have gone all-in. The Denver Broncos, are we going to see a 3 P in the sense of the all-in approach, Ted? with this move pay, paying off. And I want to also get into the ultimate moves, both moves. Which move will pay off in the long run 
for both these guys and for both these franchises, Ted. Is it Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, or is it Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos, the new look Denver Broncos? Which move will pay off? It's it's both going to pay off. Easily, it's it, I, I I believe it's going to pay off for both teams. Let's let's start with the Aaron Rodgers thing because that's like the been the biggest domino that's was was needed to fall before anything else happened. And I think Trev, you were saying before the show, and I was kind of putting some stuff together in my head and reading something. But you said you felt like this these picks and everything that was done for Russell Wilson was already implemented for Rodgers. It was just a matter of was he going to resign or not, and if not, he was probably going to go to Denver. Probably a similar deal. Yeah, I would assume so. I mean, I couldn't see Rodgers getting any much more than Russell Wilson, considering. If you look at their careers, they're pretty similar. Yeah, but Rodgers back-to-back MVPs. Having back-to-back MVPs, one Super Bowl, even though Russell Wilson should actually have two Super Bowls. That's Russell's um, always in the mix, too, for MVP. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Russell's younger, right? He's more athletic, and he's just a, he's a gamer. And you feel like when you look at Russell Wilson, he's more of a gamer in the bigger games than Rodgers is. Rodgers is like that, that ultimate regular season player, and then he just hasn't come up big – in the postseason where Russell, I feel like I would take him in a bigger game. I just feel like there's something dynamic. Russell, maybe it's because I'm so stuck into the past where he was so dynamic when they were down like 21 points against Green Bay in the conference championship game, and they came all the way back. And, of course, there was an onside kick and a bunch of stuff else that happened. But I think when you go back to the question, will it pay off for both teams? I believe it wholeheartedly. First, you, me, and Joe were talking beforehand. Well, which do you think will pay off more in the long run? Is it Aaron Rodgers and Travis? For me, it's not about the long run. It's about now. What you were about to get into. Okay, so far, so now. But what was the all-in approach, right? Yeah. So Green Bay making this move is an all-in approach. Who cares about Jordan Love? We know that's a waste of pick. That's that's. We'll talk about that down the road. But this is you looking at the bigger picture. Tom Brady's gone. Russell's gone. All right. This is another better opportunity for Green Bay to dominate. I mean, you look at their division. Losing Aaron Rodgers, there's nothing good about losing Aaron Rodgers, okay? As much as you hate him, you think he's an idiot, a jerk, all other bad names that we can't say right now or I won't say, he can be that. But at the end of the day, he's still a two-time MVP. He's still one of the best quarterbacks ever to play. You look at that division, it's garbage. You look at the conference right now, the division, the conference is wide open. They should win the division easily. They should be the number one seed again. They should get home field again. They're going to bring back Devontae. They're making the moves for an all-in approach, and they're going to go for it. Russell, it works out for Denver because the way I look at it is the same move that they did when they brought Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was a little Peyton Manning was a little no, I'm not throwing up the peace sign. I'm just saying that's how many teams I think in the NFC right now yes. have a legitimate chance. It's, I'm not throwing the peace sign. I know this is the peace sign, but no. That's how many teams, Joe, in Joe, the I NFC. Was, Joe, I thought he was giving me the countdown, too. No, I wasn't giving you two. I wasn't giving you the bunny ears. I wasn't giving you the peace sign. No, this is how many teams, to me, and I think realistically a lot of people around the NFL, with the exception of some teams that may be on the cusp, but realistically there's two teams in the NFC now. I know Seattle had a bad year last year. But, but Jeff, this, this works for Denver. Hold on. This is Russell, hold on. Yeah. Let me finish. All I was going to finish with uh, this last point was it's an all-in approach that you were getting into when you asked me the question for Denver. It makes them a Super Bowl contender. Who cares about the draft picks? We, we, we love them because it's fun to talk about who's going to be the next big thing. But at the end of the day, they're unproven commodities. All right? We know of Russell Wilson. They have star talent. That puts them in the top five for the AFC, makes them a Super Bowl contender. And this is a move the uh, Broncos have been waiting for since they lost Peyton Manning 
from and they made this move for the Colts when they knew Peyton Manning was coming off a of neck surgery and it paid out Joe, got him a Super Bowl. Hopefully, Joe, it paid off for Denver again. Joe, so you see these moves, you see how the NFC has now, like I said, throwing up the peace sign because that's how much legitimate teams in the NFC right now with this move. It comes down to the Rams. It comes down to the Packers. With Russell going to Denver, good luck because that AFC is already starstruck and quarterback-driven that it just got that much more deeper. Yeah, look, I I mean, I think Green Bay keeping Aaron Rodgers is – I knew he wasn't going anywhere. I said it all along he wasn't going anywhere, and why would he? So – that that made the most sense, and again, the, the like you just said, the path to uh, another, you know, to, to get to a, an NFC championship is there. Mm-hmm. As for Denver, I really kind of, I, I I understand people really like the the offense there. The defense didn't play that great. Nobody had more than seven sacks on that team. You're losing Noah Fant. That was your leading wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Jerry Judy was a little banged up coming off a down year. Sutton didn't have a great year. Yeah, but that's know. because of the lack of quarterback. Yeah, look at Teddy Bridgewater's numbers, dude. I mean, he 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 played pretty well. Joe, you're Joe, you're comparing apples to to, to state. How did Russ do this Wilson, year? Will White? How did Russell Wilson he did. do he was this great. year? Joe, he was, How did he do this year? Uh, he, hurt his finger, he hurt his finger, was out yeah. a month, and then came back too early. And you could see the difference when he still had the broken finger and his, his play was not as good. The, he, listen, their talent is stacked. Javante Williams at running back, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, they got a weak talent on that offense line. The line is good. He'll have you watch that next year. MVP candidate, look for him next year. It stacks the division. I think it uplifts Denver to a whole nother level because we've talked about this, Joe. If you don't have a quarterback or one of those elite guys, you have no chance. Now, I listen, good luck going through the gauntlet of the AFC, though. Good look, luck. Here, look, here's the thing. I just said it, I just said it after the Super Bowl, post-Super Bowl, that this AFC was going to – for you to win in this AFC specifically, not just this league, the AFC, you had to have an elite quarterback. Denver doesn't have that. Denver hasn't had that. For some time. And Peyton Manning, yeah, they got Peyton Manning. That move ultimately paid off for a Super Bowl. This was a time that Denver knew was quarterback needy. They ultimately said this was our main, main need for the entire offseason. Everything else is secondary. We'll figure that out down the road. But our main objective was to find a quarterback because they know what this division is all about. You're playing against Patrick Mahomes. You're playing against Justin Herbert. And you're playing against Derek Carr, who all three quarterbacks are in the top 12 of this league. You're not winning with Teddy Bridgewater. You're not winning with Drew Locke. Anything less, you're still not winning. Any of these quarterbacks, or Jameis Winston, you probably could compete, but still, this is a talented team. You go get an elite-level quarterback like Russell Wilson. That's what he is. Well, this he is had 25 run, touchdowns. It's a shocking move that it happened so fast right after the Aaron Rodgers deal that this day just shows why many fans and why it becomes – just the premier sport in this country and why people are stuck to their phones because of moves like this, a historic day from the NFL perspective. There's still a possibility the Broncos will come in last place in the AFC West this season. That That is, that's, that I'll is it right now. They hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But listen, I didn't say they're gonna, no, I'm saying that there is a realistic possibility, Ted, He's as not good as that crazy. division is. 
they might be 10 and 7. Ted finished fourth in that division. That's a really good division right there. I agree with him 100% on that statement. That's a realistic statement. No, that sounds – that's how realistic it is. I know it sounds so crazy, but you have to think of this division, bro. We were just talking about the NFC West, how great it was. I mean, you get Russell Wilson or you were going to get Aaron Rodgers. That division just became the premier division to watch. You're going to see the schedule next year, and I bet your ass – that most of that a lot of the Sunday night, Monday night games, or those primetime games, Fox or CBS, late Sunday night Sunday games, will be that AFC West. The AFC West is going to get recognized. Joe, think about the, the rivalries: Denver versus the Raiders, the Chiefs versus the Raiders, the Chiefs and Denver. I mean, I I know we're the Chargers are like the weird team in there, but. That just but I still, mean, they got a guy like Justin Herbert who you people want to watch. I mean, that's a, a, a division that he realistically, Denver, yes, they got the talent, they got the quarterback now. They could easily be 10 and 7, 9 and 8, and miss the playoffs. That's because the Raiders, let's not, I know the Raiders, everybody's like, oh, the Raiders. Well, well, the Raiders just made the playoffs. The Chargers didn't, but the Chargers have a bright future. The quarterback-wise, this is the best the division the I've Chiefs, ever seen. And the Chiefs are not the best going anywhere. quarterback division I've ever seen in my entire life. And the Chiefs aren't going anywhere. No. So this division, you needed a quarterback. This was the only way for anybody, for a Denver Bronco team to survive. Because they've been a 500 team. They've been right there. And they felt like, okay, well, we need to make the move. I don't care what it takes. we got to do it. They did it. It wasn't Aaron Rodgers. Maybe that was plan A. But plan B is, is sometimes – a better option. And guess what? Plan. How, how about this? A good example. The Miami Dolphins. Maybe their plan A was Dante Culpepper. They took Dante Culpepper. Well, plan B could have been Drew Brees. And look how that turned out. They went no, plan A. Drew Brees was their out. number A, if you remember. And they didn't pass his physical. because the They didn't like it. Yeah, and yeah. then Dante what they Culpepper do. was plan B. And how to work out for the Saints. Can I? I think Russell I, Wilson would be better than that. Can I add a question here? If you're Indianapolis, Cleveland, and Tennessee, and you alluded to it before, Teddy, uh, with Tennessee and Tenno, if you're those three teams, you got to do something. Yeah, but at the quarterback that's, position, that's now, the thing, yes? Joe. That's the thing, Joe. The desperation meter now for those quarterback for those quarterback needy teams include Washington. Who, who, who's available? I mean, Jameis Winston, do you think he's good enough? I mean, Deshaun Watson. Dude, Jimmy Garoppolo is right now the most valuable thing <laughs> you could have. Hold on to him, Joe, until, until someone's, like, desperation where, like, they were only giving you a second. Yeah, but don't you feel like, like this becomes that? With Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers both going on the same day, don't you well, here's feel the thing, like there's that, limited, listen, there's limited quarterbacks? You know, hey, can I tell you something? Joe, I'm going to say it. I heard it on a show. If I'm one of those teams, now, I, I don't think he would ever go to a Tennessee or the Colts because I just don't think that's where he wants to be and his wife would want to be. I think San Francisco would be the ideal situation. But if I'm one of these teams, He's I'm going to do it. He's going to do it. I'm calling TC12 say and saying, bro, you just led the league in passing. You just had 50 touchdowns. What What do we have to pay you? You want $51 million? You want that $1 million over Aaron Rodgers? You want it? You want to be legendary? We'll put you right now. One year legendary. deal, fifty-one million dollars. We'll we'll spread you're, the money out. We'll give it in signing bonuses. We'll figure out how to get it. But if you're San Francisco, 
because you don't know what's going to happen with you don't know if Trey Lance is the guy, right guy, right? You don't know that. There's an expectation he's got talent. If you're the Colts, you're like, I got a great defense, great offense line, a number one running back. I know I need another receiver, but Carson Wentz is garbage. If I'm the Titans, I'm going, I got all the pieces. Tannehill is actually pretty good. He beat really good competition, but is he good enough no, good to enough. beat a Josh Allen, a he's Joe not, Burrow, no. a Wilson? He didn't, didn't beat the Bengals when his team got nine freaking sacks. I'm sorry. That's that's cut it. That's done. That's a done deal. But that's why I'm saying that question out that's loud for people that's to think. Handshake. That's a handshake sealed and off to the mail. That's how that's how gone that is. I think the only way you get Tom Brady back is if you make Giselle the quarterback coach. <laughs> I I think if she's not on staff, I don't think you're getting that guy. See, off here's the, the thing. Couch San Francisco right was his boyhood team. Excuse me, boyhood team. He's he was a Joe Montana huge fan. He's yeah. from the Bay Area. That's the only team I could see where he goes. I want to play with Kyle Shanahan. I got a good offense line. I got a good running game. We can move some pieces around. I listen. Is it worth it to reach out? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he could still say no, but you know what? Call again in a month. And then call again in a month because I'm telling you, once football starts coming around, things are going to change, and he might get that. You know, your mouth starts watering. You start getting real hungry. You know, it's like, hey, you never know. What? So Real like quick, too, if you're Green Bay, do you try to move Jordan Love? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Joe, Joe, he's in his third year. They're going to have to make a, uh, a fifth-year quarterback option next year. What, what do you do with that? You're going to have to move him. You sign Rodgers for four years. Yeah, that what's, his, what's his value? Right now, here's the thing. You're going to look at me think I'm crazy. game and he looked awful. Doesn't matter, though. Right now, you made the point before. There are so many teams in need of young quarterbacks. Need that's, of the ultimate one. If, that's the if, ultimate listen, desperation. Justin Fields right? doesn't work out this year, maybe call Jordan Wild. If Daniel Jones doesn't work this year, maybe the Giants call for Jordan Wild. Listen, teams are desperate. Maybe the Washington says, I'll give you a second-round pick for him. There is a desperation for quarterback play. You don't know if he's going to pan out. Oh, I know he was great how, Let game. me ask you this, Ted. How desperate are you going? Dude Jordan, Love are, is, yeah. Jordan, dude, Jordan Love is like, you're like at the brink of just drowning. Like, you're at the brink of just saying goodbye. Like, hey, listen. Any, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Someone might look at it. Here's the thing. You got to look at this. Imagine we're three different teams in the draft board, right, two years ago. Are you serious? You're the, Giants, you're the Giants. Joe's the Packers. And I'm like, I don't know, just say the Bengals, right, or whoever it was. Doesn't matter. I'm just making up teams, right? Maybe you had him high on the board. Maybe Joe didn't have him high on the board. Maybe I had him on the board. It's like, oh, we couldn't take him then, but we can get him now, and we can get him for a lesser value. And we can see what we got for him for two years. And then you move on. I mean, Sam Donald's still getting games. I mean, Daniel Jones is still getting games. Teams are desperate, Trev, to hit something out of the water. Joe, how desperate do you have to be to go trade for Jordan Love right now? You, competition, the Saints, bro. the Panthers, the Commanders, the Lions, the Buccaneers. I can't read what I wrote there. Uh, the Seahawks, <laughs> obviously. The Giants. Who I don't know what I wrote. Oh, Pittsburgh. Miami. Steelers. Miami, the Steelers. Those are, those are teams that right now need a new starting quarterback. Here's How many teams? And again, I would, include, I, would include, I would include Cleveland, Indianapolis, and Tennessee on that list. So, yeah. And, and what's Jordan Love worth? I mean, if you would ask me yesterday, ah, fifth-round pick, sixth-round pick. Today, 
What are you willing to pay for that? Maybe he's worth a second round pick to somebody. Sure, it, I mean, any, listen, there's there's not a lot of options. Here's here's and, the other and thing. Those here's, teams are not in love with the guy that they have. Again, assuming somebody from Green Bay's in another front office who was fascinated by that kid. Again, his are value you guys, could you be guys like, guys high. No, because like late before the show or something like. What's no, but on? here's the thing: it, it's teams are so. Listen, Jordan, oh my god! The Commanders had Ty, Taylor Heineke, a guy who was bagging my groceries last week. All right, we're ready to put Daniel Jones. Taylor Heineke over Jordan Love. Listen, I'm I'm just I know that, but I'm just saying someone yeah. sees talent in him. Trey Lance played one game in like the last three years, and he went in the third round because he saw talent. Jordan Wait, Love what, third, played third round. Our third pick. You know what I meant. You can no, correct yeah. me if you, you know I'm wrong. <laughs> but Jordan Love showed talent, the reason why he was chosen the first round. Someone on the draft board had him within that first round. Now, maybe a third round, maybe a fourth round, but you don't know. Here's the other thing. I know we're going to get on to the next subject. With the situation that happened in Atlanta, I know he has a humongous cap hit. But do you call the Atlanta Falcons now after what happened with Calvin Ridley and say, hey, what is Matt Ryan's value? If you're close, do you think Matt Ryan, Matt, Matt Ryan's better than freaking Taylor Heineke for the Fal- for the Washington Red, uh, excuse me, the Washington Commanders? He's yeah. better than Tua. He's, he's better Phil, than Carson he's, Wentz. He's, he's Philip. He's better he's than Phillip, some of the court- He's Philip Rivers. He guess what? He got the Colts to the playoffs and almost got him the thing. Oh, the so you just want to? So you just want to get to the playoffs? Listen, okay, that's fine. Matt Ryan. I'm if you want to see Matt Ryan, hold on. Well, play, uh, play, no, play, not play, for nothing. If, if I'm in the NFC. Yes, I just want to get to the playoffs because I can easily weasel my way into a Super Bowl. You so, don't yeah. know. Rodgers yeah. choked. Rams falter. Something happens. Injury. You could get lucky. I mean, here's Yo, the thing: Matt, if you're that's, like having, that's like having Kirk, that's like having Kirk Cousins on your team. No, Matt Ryan got to a Super Bowl, bro. He was an oh, MVP. Are we really gonna bring that game? Are we really gonna bring yeah. that game up? It doesn't matter about what happened in the game. He got to the Super Bowl. He's been hey, he was winning 28 to 3 in the Super Bowl <laughs> against Tom Brady. Not a lot of people can say they've done that. Listen, and he's an MVP. He's he's listen, it wasn't his fault they totally lost. He didn't throw like five picks and fumble the ball and say, Oh my god, it was your fault. That you was guys a team are nuts. Never you guys that, are nuts. But I'm just saying, if I'm Washington, I'm going, Matt Ryan better than him. Here's this. What if Matt Ryan did play for the Colts? He's got a solid offense line and a solid running game. You, Trevor, it's, it's, Trevor, I don't know. I don't know how this can be confusing you. Or no, it's not confusing. You so no, much. it's not confusing. It's just like asinine. It's like just no. blasphemy. That's like you just traded for Carson Wentz. Is Carson? Is Matt Ryan better than Carson Wentz? Is he, he might a, be. Is, is he? A, no, but is he another level above Carson Wentz? No, I what feel like they're the same exact level. Matt, Matt, Ryan's, Ryan, got a, Matt Ryan's got a much longer resume, bud. Yeah, Matt but Ryan, I'm not. T- I'd rather I wouldn't want Matt Ryan. That is Matt Ryan, 67 completion percentage, almost 4,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, 12 picks, with a quarterback rating of 91. Wasn't great, but here's the other Ryan, thing: it's Ryan Tannehill. It's, no, it's Ryan Tannehill with no mobility. You don't need mobility when you got the Colts' offensive line. How about if you had the Steelers with Najee Harris and and all the receivers, Deontay Johnson and. They have talent. Matt Ryan is fine. Let's get back to guys more realistic, like the Sean Watson, like guys that can actually possibly win. But here's the thing: there's no court stuff, and not twenty-seven thousand allegations. Pending the legal, pending the legal stuff. Houston, the Houston Texans. If you're the Houston Texans right now, you're sitting pretty, saying if this all 
holds up in court and nothing goes on with Deshaun Watson, yet we don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. But that's still – say yeah. everything gets dropped or say nothing happens. His value, that Houston Texans, all the draft picks that they're going to – oh, yeah, for a team that needs quarterbacks, Washington, the, a team listen, like that. Here's the, here's the problem, and we've seen this in the past. Roger Goodell's an odd bird when it comes to some of this stuff. Where they could drop the charges against Deshaun Watson and all this goes away and he could still get suspended still get for suspended eight games. Like six, yeah. You know what I mean? So again, I, I think you're really No Joe, you're allowed to kick a no woman doubt, listen, no doubt Deshaun Watson's great and in a in a league where obviously quarterback play you need to be exceptional invaluable. You need to be, yeah, need to be exceptional. It, it the problem is is you're the investment it takes on a risk like that is tough to justify if you're certain teams. I mean, if you're the Colts, how would you justify? We just got Carson Wentz. How would you justify going out and doing? You you couldn't, you know? Well, you, first of all, you're not getting Deshaun because he's in the division. So yeah, if Deshaun no. does go, he's going NFC. So what's the uh, – What's the like? Would would Minnesota think about trading Kirk Cousins? Probably not, because they still have a winnable team. This, but if, this like, if you're the commanders, you. right, and you find out that Watson's only going to get suspended four games, he might be worth it. Might be worth multiple picks. Washington, you got this. Just goes to sh- this just goes to show you that this will go down. This pick, this Jordan Love specific pick, will go down as one of the one of the greater blunders in NFL draft history because of just just where he went and the place he went and the position he went and, and the draft and just an absolute questionable move that I still remember like talking about it the day after the draft, just still wondering what in the F were the Green Bay Packers thinking that night, taking Jordan Love when you already have Aaron Rodgers, who is, well, now the back-to-back MVP. Like this, and then you but, sign but him. They did the same thing with Brett Favre. You got. Oh, I know, but this is just fascinating. You want to groom a guy? Why not? Why I don't not think, do it? I, I don't think strategy. this guy has the makings of it, Joe. And they just signed him to a four-year, two hundred million dollar freaking deal. It's like, well, he, well, here's the thing. Brett Favre was is not going to sniff. Jordan Love is not going to sniff. Hold on. Jordan Love is not going to sniff the field unless Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. Realistically, Ted. I know well, there's no track. reason to even keep that kid now, too. He was there to be developed under Aaron Rodgers. If I'm them, I would go out and I would get Colt McCoy or whatever veteran is available that can stand on the sideline. Maybe somebody Aaron Rodgers likes, you know, somebody he would want, uh, you know, standing on the sideline he could talk to because he's to a real giant baby. I could see where, you know, you'd want to appease him with something like that. And I'm I'm being serious, but. Jordan Love no longer serves a purpose on the Green Bay Packers at all. And again, in a league where maybe a team like Detroit, again, if if, like Teddy said, if somebody else valued him as potentially a first round pick or even a second round pick, I understand he got into one game, didn't go well. That doesn't usually. But he has two years of experience now under his belt, under the best quarterback in the league. In a great system and a great organization that knows how to run their program. So at least that benefits. Now, we know the best part of being a player is on the field training. Hey, maybe they hold on to him till the preseason and you flip him after some team sees a bunch of preseason games because Rodgers isn't going to play the preseason. 
Jordan Love will play all the preseason, and then someone desperately needs a quarterback. Someone gets hurt. Someone gets hurt accidentally. Hey, we need Jordan Love. Here's a third round boom for next year. Packers don't care about next year. Listen, this is about this year. All I'm saying is if you're a team like the Steelers, he's no better than a Mason Rudolph or a Dwayne Haskins at this point right now. No, That's I go get Jameis. I go get no, Jameis. No, 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 no. I know that. I'm just saying for a guy like that, if if he becomes available, I don't see no purpose in seeing that he's an upgrade towards. Over Listen, I would think the, I would think Pittsburgh would. Jameis is yes. Jameis is more of Malik an Willis, the rookie. And I'll say this: all these moves, what this does is watch out for the NFC teams in the NF in the draft. I think this helps all the other quarterbacks too. This this move. This move definitely helps, Joe, the quarterbacks in the draft, and especially the teams like the Washington Commanders and even the Seattle Seahawks now who got the ninth pick. There goes Those are two teams that are going to be looking quarterbacks. So you're going to be having rookie quarterbacks next year starting. Maybe. I would move Jordan Love before the draft. Or so at I, some I don't point, even know what his value is. I, I, listen, it doesn't matter. If I can get an extra third or a fourth-round pick in this year's draft and add – some piece of, of talent to, to uh, another receiver or a big line or something. If I can add value to Aaron Rodgers today, I want to do that. If it's a fifth round pick, it's fine. It's one more pick. It's one more useful body I could bring in. Because like you said, he's not going to sniff the field. What is the point of keeping the, his value? Isn't going to get any better. It's going to go down. It's only going to get worse from here. And again, now that the musical chairs has started, I would get in on this before it's too late. Because if Jimmy G gets moved, if some of the, you know, if, if things are going to happen, if Deshaun Watson gets moved, every time another team's wish list is fulfilled, the value on Jordan Love sinks further. I think now. Again, to me, I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo, if you're the Niners, you're on the horn with everybody. I think, See, I think let somebody blow you away. Let somebody blow you away and, and roll the dice with, with Trey Lance next year. I think all in all, these moves that have happened have been major impacts for just not just these two franchises, but I feel like majority of this league has been impacted because of the sense of this AFC just becomes that much more difficult for somebody to come out next year. The NFC becomes that much more premier right. of two top alpha dogs. And then you'd look at the quarterback market. Now the teams that are on the cusp of looking for a quarterback, that level of desperation slash need becomes that much more greater with moves like this. Now, would I be wrong to say? Yes. That Jimmy Garoppolo cannot possibly have any more value than he does right this minute today. I think uh, he's great. Uh, the reason I say you're wrong for a second. The reason I say you're wrong is let him finish. Let him finish. Shoulder surgery, and he won't be available for four months. So if I'm a team, about I want to know his medical. <laughs> because first of all, you knew he didn't have a strong arm, anyways. How is his arm going to be? I don't want to give up too much value yet until I totally know that his shoulder is fully repaired. Well, he's going for at least a third or a fourth Listen, round. Listen, here, here's the thing well, about Jimmy Garoppolo. Right this, hold on. This is a guy who's taken the Niners to a Super Bowl. They still don't believe in him. He's obviously always banked up. There's a million reasons to dislike Jimmy G. Interceptions in the clutchest of moments. There's a, there's a lot of reasons to not like this guy. Clearly, the Niners have never really been in love with him, and I get it. But he just took you to the cusp of a Super Bowl again. Her. I her. don't see what's – I mean, Jimmy G would have to win the friggin' Super Bowl next year. 
to increase his value any more than right now. I think his value is very high right now, too. Well, yeah. that to me, yeah. it's off. To, if he plays be, be, next year, it's, you're only going to lose value on Jimmy the, G I, next year unless he wins him a Super Bowl next year, in which case, why would you want to move that guy? Let me finish this point of this whole quarterback historical day from all the quarterback standpoint. In the sense of not even just Jimmy G, I think the guys like Carson Wentz, Jameis Winston, just a couple of the names that their names, and I'm not putting Deshaun Watson into discussion yet because we still don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson and his legal situation. So we're going to put him on hold as of currently today. So let's just talk about those three guys. And since my last thing, their, their level becomes that much more higher. Like they were probably on the wish list, like, yeah, three, four, that they become so much more valuable for those teams that like Washington or teams like the Colts that are looking for a quarterback they become that much more like, okay, these guys might be the only realistic options now at this point in the and with these two moves happening on the same day within an hour time frame. That's all I'm trying to say is that these quarterbacks, you look at this AFC now. I mean, we said at the end of the season, good luck trying to, if you're not one of those teams, well, add the Denver Broncos to this list because right now they're a legitimate team that can be in the Super Bowl next year. And for the Green Bay Packers, well – Guess what? Your excuses are thrown out the window. Just if you don't win next year, just don't even show up the following year because there's no excuse anymore. Go get Aaron Rodgers some help, though. Go get him a receiver. Add some, add, just add something so we don't have to hear any more of the naysayers want to say, oh, well, he had this wrong or something wrong or give him more excuses. We want to hear, we want to see a full, healthy Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packer team. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I like Russell Wilson, but if you put a gun to my head and ask me what the AFC West looks like as of right now, today, six months from opening day, I still have Denver as the fourth team in that division. I'm going at least three. Or I hate two. to say I'll it. Go two. I'll go two. I, I'll tell you what, too, dude. I mean, you know, again, think about where the Raiders finished and the, I get it. the massive amount of adversity that team went through. And how much different things might have been if those things hadn't happened for that team. What and if Broncos- that were the case, I, I think you would have a really hard argument to try to tell me that that team's better than those other three. Ted, finish up. No, I, listen, I mean, w- there's so much more to go on in the league. Listen, it's, this is what makes the NFL like so exciting. This is where baseball misses, misses its call. And I mean, they're not going to get a decision to du- gun excuse me, done again for another Tuesday, which means another week of baseball canceled. I mean, you think about where NBA is, right? We think of where football is. Football has a hard cap, right? NBA has like a flexible cap, but they still have a cap. But James Harden is going to make $50 million, right? Like guys are still making big, big money in cap leaves. Aaron Rodgers, $50 million man. Then you got baseball guys. They're complaining and trying to figure out stuff, but they have no cap. It's just... Baseball missing its calling, whatever. This is why baseball doesn't loses the focus because people like interchanging things. We like moves. We like these things. We like when Ben Simmons gets traded for James Harden. We like it. It's interesting. And especially because the Nets stink. They were supposed to be the top team with the Lakers. The Lakers things, what's going on? There's so much stuff that we can talk about right now with with basketball and other stuff that baseball is just losing its 
all its mojo. It's got nothing. And and eventually you get to a point where people are going to say, I don't care. I don't care. I'm just going to watch the USFL and golf's coming on and other and the Masters and other things. And like Joe said last week, there's things going on in life. COVID is over. Enough of the nonsense. We can go out and party and have a good time and they don't have to worry about sitting in our basements, hide from the world. All right? COVID's over. So, you heard it here but, first, folks. <laughs> it's nonsense, Joe. It's Yo, over. get that. We're Quite not simple, talking about get simple, that. the AFC is so stacked. I don't think I've, I just, it's incredible because it used to be owned by three quarterbacks, Manning, Rothenberger, and Brady. And now there's like, I mean, good luck. I mean, try to rank the quarterbacks in the NFC West. Right? Oh, we'll do that. We'll do that down the I line. know. We'll do that. But I'm just saying, then you think about the AFC. So good luck with that goal. What other moves get moved? The NFC is wide open. Like Joe said, and I was saying before, if I'm the Washington Commanders, right, and I think my team is right there, this is what I said about the Eagles. You have three draft picks. I know people are going, I'm going to ride with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is not going to get you to the Super Bowl, bro. He's not getting you to get you to the playoffs. That's nice. That's a pat on the back. A little cherry ice cream, but that's it. There's no whipped cream. There's no strawberries. There's no extra. You're not get. He's not good enough to get you over the top. That's where so I just said. Joe, the NFC. Is here's the other thing. The NFC South is garbage now. There's no Breeze. There's no Brady. If I'm an NFC team and I'm like San Francisco, or I'm calling for Brady, bro. Brady's Joe, the best prospect out have, on the market have, right now. You have one more thing. What are you gonna say? It's days like today that make those mock drafts seem so stupid. Because, I, right, I mean, there's so much time between now and the draft, and the free agency hasn't, hasn't even started yet. Well, that's the thing. The free agency, because you got to know where the team's money is and where it's going to be voided. you got to see the franchise tags. Listen, Green Bay's ball. Here's Just found out what the cap Bay, was yesterday. Green Bay, you got to be happy. If you're a Green Bay fan, at the end of the day, you're ecstatic because you bring back the two-time MVP and you bring back the best receiver in football in Devontae Adams. That's the most important thing. That's what you have to be thrilled about. You know your division stinks. You're going to win the division easily. You have the better team. They'll find a way to make all make it all work. But like Trev, you said, they got to get a number two. I was listen. I think a perfect fit would be Amari Cooper. Oh, we'll see what happens. Number two, but I just wonder what type of money he would be. Another team I think Amari Cooper would be a great fit with because of the route running and, and what he can do would be the New England Patriots. They need a number one. Belichick type of guy. You put a number one. He's he's a very great route runner. Well, let's, let's, let's talk about this down the line. He's excited. That's already pre- yeah he was yeah he was real he's fired he was, up yeah he he's talking about already the he's already predicting the off season we got a whole off season oh there. yeah oh yeah this is why oh. like if I'm, this is why if I'm the Giants I look at this opportunity as you got a full rebuild full rebuild man like take advantage where we'll like talk, we'll hey see if anyone more. wants Daniel Jones what can we get for him God. what can we get for Saquon we'll, we'll, give me we'll, everything we'll, let's go. We'll start scratch, rip the whole house apart, and so, just keep the flames up and rebuild it. Here's a prediction. At least three more quarterback moves before the draft. Okay. Yeah, Jameis Winston will get signed. Jimmy G will get signed. <laughs> well, Jimmy G and Carson Wentz will swap. Will swap. Yeah, I think it, this is going to be like we've seen the last couple off seasons. I, I think you're going to see a lot just, of quarterbacks on the And moves. we just keep saying year in and year out that – the NFL continues to just amaze us. I just want to know like where today. Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to play next year. A historic, a historical day from a standpoint. Somebody's going to Teddy. The, the here's the best part about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Whenever the musical chairs stop, there's always one team that doesn't have a quarterback, and that's where Ryan Fitzpatrick goes. <laughs> it's just how this works. 
it's the NFL. <laughs> that man has made it's like Sam Bradford. That man has made a killing. But, that, but that's why guys like Matt Ryan, veteran guys, Carson Wentz still has value. If I'm the Colts, well, we'll, we'll why see, really move on from the Carson Wentz now? Because today's days, like I said, today's the days why I love being an NFL and a football fan because of moves like today and historical standpoint, money wise and dra- and for trade purposes, this was why the NFL is top dog in the country. Of America, but also we have to talk about. There's always some great, there's always fantastic news, shocking news, but there's unfortunate news, and and yesterday is an example of that with the situation that happened to Calvin Ridley, and the moment I saw that, I was said, "Wow, that's a serious, serious punishment, Joe." For I know, look what what he did. You shouldn't be betting games as an NFL player. You know the rules. You, you break the rules, you got to get punished. But to see him get a full year, and for guys that have got that have been punished by the NFL and suspended in the past, but have have been suspended for less games, but for worse actions, that speaks volumes to. I mean, I know what he did. He did was wrong. He should be suspended. I don't think he should be suspended for the entire se- season of next year. That's just my whole take on this Calvin Ridley. I'm, uh, it's unfortunate because you know you know the rules, man. It's in the contract. You know what you can't do. You can't be breaking those rules. You broke the rules. You should get punished. But to the extent that he got, I'm not for it. Well, listen, I've lost more money than Calvin Ridley has. <laughs> um, lost fifteen hundred dollars. I know to lose eleven hundred eleven point one. Listen, million. what he really wants oh, was no, eleven. No. Let, let Joe go. Let go, Joe. Oh, Jay, was he wants eleven million dollars for fifteen hundred? It was the worst over/under bet ever. Absolutely, it was. Look, here's the thing. Let's be clear about this. This isn't a one-year suspension. This is the NFL doesn't. This is a lifetime ban, and he's gonna have to. You've seen this with Josh Gordon. Uh, you got to apply for reinstatement every year in order to get back in. So this might be. More than a one-year suspension. It's a minimum, it looks like, one-year suspension. The the thing I find disturbing about this is, I mean, th- uh, this guy's obviously, you know, took some time away from mental health issues. And I feel like, you know, this might have been sort of part of him kind of losing it a little bit and doing something stupid. Again, it is, you know... I. Here's the thing, and you can easily argue, Trevor. I mean, you know, Ray Lewis kind of stabbed someone a little bit. You know, it's not murder. He's cool. Um, you know, the, uh, the amount that Calvin Ridley's gambling doesn't matter. The fact that he bet on his team is – that's a no-no. Everybody knows that. Um, hey, he bet him to win. You know how he got caught, right? You guys know how he got caught, right? Cell phone. Yeah. All right. Hold he on. went into what? a Hard Rock casino in Florida, and when you're Miami? out of state, they have – in, I think it's no, I think it's in you, Chuck, Fort Lauderdale. So when you go to the Hard Rock mm. Hotel, when you go out of state and you gamble, the NFL has an app that tells he literally put the bet in with his own name. He put in three. What an bets. idiot. He put a three team, a five team, and an 18 team parlay. All right. When he put it in through the app, it triggers. There's this called Genius City something. I, I was reading about it. It triggers like whatever the NFL. So the NFL has something that oversees any bets that come through like so it's like if if Aaron Judge went into a New York casino and put a bet in for the Yankees 
it would trigger. It would set off a red alarm. Well, that's how it got triggered. So I could have put the bed in for him. He could have put it in anything else. If he did it in Georgia, he would have been fine because he was in state, but because he's out of state, there's a whole bunch of stuff. It's just stupid. $1,500 bet. You put on teams. You know the rules. I think it's stupid they got suspended for a year considering Cremont's kicking women. Ray Lewis is stabbing people. Uh, you know, there's so many offenses that have gone on for such less things, but you know the rules, right? You can't – we can't always put the same thing like, hey, he beat a girl, so he should – we know it. It is what it is. You, But you know the rules. That's like the unwritten rule, though, of every sport. You can't gamble. I mean, Pete Rose has been out of the Hall of Fame for how many years? 34 years. He's not going to win. And Trevor, so you know, Pete Rose only bet on the Reds to win. Yeah, so did, uh, so did Ridley. But here's the problem with that. He was the manager, this which can dictate how right. the team wins. Right, and so and 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 because again, if you've never read the book, by the way, Pete Rose, My Own Prison, it's a, an absolutely outstanding book, and I highly recommend it to anybody that likes baseball. And if if you want to understand the Pete Rose story, all Pete had to do was say that it was wrong to do that, and he refuses to do that. That's what's holding Pete Rose back from being reinstated in baseball. It's as yeah. simple as that. They've told him that. He says it in the book. And he refuses. He doesn't see there being anything wrong with betting on the team to win. But I'll bet you those days that you 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 ran Dibble and Charlton and and uh, uh, Randy Myers out there on those games, right? But what about the games you didn't bet in? Who pitched the seventh? Bill Robinson. You know what I mean? It, it and and I don't think Pete really understands that. That you know. Days where Mario Soto was on the mound. Yeah, we're betting on a team today and and on games. So you're you're using insider information. It's wrong when politicians do it. It's wrong when businessmen do it. But and here's the thing: business guys do, do this on the stock market every single day. It's different for the football thing. And what makes it worse is now because the NFL, the baseball league, the hockey league, the basketball, every other is so embedded with gambling that it's almost laughable because like you're putting sponsors like you got DraftKings, FanDuel. You're literally talking about the most bet sport in America, maybe in the world. And you're like, you flag a guy for 1500. So I've just got the information. You also, hold on. You, you know, Teddy, you have to, this is a guy making $10 million a year. So I, I know it sucks that he can't gamble on sports, but he doesn't need to. Well, I mean, I know, he could gamble. I, he probably he could could probably, he, hold on. He could probably go out to an island somewhere, hunt a human for cash, uh, and mount it on the wall in his let, mansion. And you would never this, know about that. That's the, the kind of money this guy has. So, you know, uh, look, it's unfortunate, but there's an integrity to the sport. Joe, is, the punishment, the, reason is the punishment I, fair? It's... It's not for honestly, me to no, say. Honestly. It's not for me to say, but yeah, I mean, like no, I said, if, no, the money amount does it matter. You can't, you cannot allow this to happen. If one guy does it and you slap him on the wrist, you're going to see more guys doing as a fan it. Of the well, game. because here's the thing: you go back to the Miami coach, who the owner was trying to pay to Damn, there you go. make fans think. Here's the thing: Calvin Ridley, how did he get bested? He was in Florida. Used so then, the if that story, then hold like, on. The only gambling app legal in the state of Florida. The app notified a compliance company the NFL has hired called Genius for this kind of thing. He was out of state in the factor of Ridley's activity being flagged. So he used the only gambling app that's allowed in the state of Florida. It triggered a thing. He was out of state. That's yeah, what so got him called. He's I mean, that, might also, that might also potentially 
affect his his thing that he only did this. This is the only time he ever placed a bet. No, this is the only time you got caught by genius outside of the jurisdiction you're supposed to be in. So I'm sure they're going to investigate further. And and so, again, it's possible the NFL is already aware of other bets that Ridley's made. Maybe they were bigger. So let the whole story come out here. You can't allow guys to bet. There's already and always that 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 sense that this could be a little bit rigged. There, there, there might be more at play to this. You're in bed with these these gambling sites. I I, I can't even believe that these leagues are doing that. I'll I'll, I'll tell you, I'm well, stunned by that. Did you if see you're the face of gambling You're going to bitch about integrity. You're going to suspend Tom Brady for four games because the ball was a little flat. But you've got, I mean, come on with this. Yo, did you see who the gambling put as the face of gambling? No. Connor McDavid. He's the, he's the head guy for gambling. He They made him the head, like, sponsor for the gambling. Uh, it was, like, reported the other day. So Interesting. I mean, Ted, do you think they got it right? Listen, it is what it is, bro. I don't make the rules. You know the rules. They have it all over the damn thing. You knew about it for a thousand years. You know you're not supposed to gamble. But, like, I love what Marcus Spears said last night on ESPN. Listen, all this is phony. Don't tell me the guys ain't betting in the league. They're just not getting caught. It's like yeah, when I'm speeding down the highway. Of course, we all know that. The, again, right, this is more about Joe, the league pretending it cares about integrity. Because mm-hmm. you're right. Dude, I mean, Michael Jordan was was betting sixty, seventy thousand bucks on you guys. That's a gambling problem. Here's There's the thing: got to be more guys sport, like that in the league. Team. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's rampant. Again, this was if you get caught, you're gonna get you're gonna get slapped really hard. Well, Joe, here's the thing: we joked about this. I think we used this one time on one of the shows years ago when you and me and Trevor do it. I think you even referenced. I could go 100 miles an hour on the highway tonight. Don't get caught. I'm good. I do 100 miles an hour on the highway and get caught. Get my license revoked. I get a $500 ticket. I report to court. So it, same metaphor. I know apples and orange, but the same metaphor. Just don't get caught. That's the biggest thing. Don't get, don't get caught. He got caught. He was stupid. He didn't wasn't using his thing. I mean, listen. If you're gonna gamble, gamble away. But you just cost yourself 11 million dollars. You cost yourself uh, wherever you were gonna get traded, which could have been a bigger contract. That's I why the Falcons knew about this on Feb- February 7th. I was reading about they knew this for the past month, but they didn't put any reports out and they didn't trade them because they knew this stuff was coming out and they were working with the NFL. Yeah, I, I respect that. a thorough part. investigation. But that's why I brought back before if I'm Atlanta now, I got no value with Calvin Ridley. I got no offense. My defense stinks. Matt Ryan's a $48 million cal- salary cap hit. What do I do with Matt Ryan? I try to flip. Well, they're going to they're go draft a receiver now. I mean, you your need for the Atlanta Falcons becomes. I'm, a I'm flipping Matt Ryan for draft picks, bro, because you yeah, would get luck. yeah, good luck, yeah, good you luck. Get to to three picks. You could get a first, a second, and good a third. luck. Somebody trying to get that contract. Traffic if I was Washington, Washington, I would. Contract. I would take him in a contract. That contract is ridiculous. You give them an extension and you make it a sign-in bonus and you can defer the money over the years, just like the they Packers. Take a, they take a cash. Here's the other thing. Russell they wants take, to get – hey, Russell wants to get paid they take, too. I know. I'm talking about Matt Ryan. They t- He takes a cap. If they ever traded him, it's a cap hit of like $47 million. Is, I don't think like, it's that much. I think if anyway. What's the difference? It's still huge. That's still you can figure deal. out how to defer the, the money. Is, don't worry about it. You only get hit once. I mean, it, like, like I just said, these two days have been – 
roller coaster of emotions for the NFL fans. I mean, you got some, you got fans that are in a joyous mood, and you got fans that are just all in sorrow. And it, this is what the NFL does. This is a business. This is how it plays out. It's just a fascinating play out for the rest of the season for this rest of this offseason. We're going to be back talking combine. We're going to be well, the draft now. The combine is over. We'll be starting to talk about putting out mock drafts now, Joe, since we waited for quarterbacks to get traded. So we waited. So we played it smart. We're going to be doing mock drafts. And then we're going to be talking more and more NFL because this is just the beginning. I say it all the time. And it's just a continuation. It's a copycat league. Well, it's happening again, ladies and gentlemen. The all in approach, Joe, has worked out. And well, it's worked so far. Let's see if third time's a charm. Yeah, well, I think you're going to see more of it. I think leading up to the draft, I think you are going to see a lot more teams with that approach where my quarterback's not good enough and the next available best guy is the one that you're going to have to go out there and get. And just on one more, uh, to sort of build off Ted's analogy with the gambling, this is like baseball with the steroid thing. I mean, they knew what was going on, and it was a matter of don't get caught. I mean, they let these guys know a year ahead of time, we're going to start testing on Thursdays in the morning. Eh? You know what I mean? And 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 so again, th- th- this is all more for show than anything else. And and it's unfortunate that that story would would dampen, I think, what is otherwise and, like you said. And they have to make an example. Football. They make yeah. an example for him. You yep. do, you really do. And again, but I I feel like on the record, it's you can't do that. But I think within the house, like you said, Teddy, it's don't screw this up for everybody else. He's the don't get caught. He's the yeah. one that he's got to be the. You can the do one it. You can do it, but shh, don't do it. Don't say anything. Keep quiet. That's what they do. Well, Calvin Ridley got caught, and Joe, you said it. Today was a very, very historical day for the NFL, money purposes and trade purposes. Two quarterbacks, one staying home, well, one's moving on, and to a new change of scenery and a new start for Russell Wilson. My God, I can't believe it. Three straight years, Tom Brady's gone from the. Patriots, Matthew Stafford from the Lions, and now Russell Wilson. Damn. It's just crazy to see that the NFL is like going in an NBA direction where all these big name players are going to new faces and to new places. It's crazy. Can't wait to see how the rest of this offseason plays out. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys to the City. We are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share, or follow. Or check out Clovercrestmedia.com for many more podcasts or if you're trying to get involved with this field. Ladies and gentlemen, Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness. In the making, double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday.